Hello everyone, this is Thomas and Christine Erdos. And you're listening to Love's Fire. Hey everybody! Hello everyone, welcome. Welcome. So today we want to talk about something very important to us because honestly I don't think either of us know where we would be without some of the things we want to talk about today with all of you. And just a reminder, I feel like y'all know this about us, but we're not trying to come and say that we have everything figured out or even that we have everything that we talk about figured out. We're all on this journey together with Jesus and we just want to share things that um, have helped us, hoping that that could help you along the way. And um, yeah, it's all about all of us walking out our own relationship with God and the different things that we're called to. And um, yeah, just all growing up into Jesus. So just wanted to start off with that reminder. And uh, yeah, let's get started. That's good. Let's do it. Let's do it. You want to go? Oh, you want me to start? (laughs) (laughs) When you said, let's get started, you meant let's 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 get started, Thomas. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. Well... Yeah, we, yeah, so I was just praying about what to share on this episode or these episodes coming up. And uh, I mean, really, it's uh, kind of some of the things that we've been growing in ourselves. And yeah. uh, if you haven't noticed, we kind of share our lives with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully, that is also giving you time to reflect on what's God, what God is doing in your life and what He's you know, revealing to you that maybe you might have uh, not thought about yet or a dream you may have had that you hadn't asked him about. So yeah, I think we heard our pastor say once he was talking about, um, somebody told him, he's like, you don't have to like share your whole, your whole life on stage or something like that. And he's like, it's the only life I can share. (laughs) It's like, that's all he can't share somebody else's life, which of course, and he knows this too, of course, we'll share testimonies of other people that we know, but for the most part, we're going to try, try to share with y'all what God's doing in our lives, hoping that also helps you figure out what he's doing in yours. Yeah, and to walk it out. And yeah. uh, I mean, like Sean, I've heard Sean Bull say several times is, uh, you know, if a picture's worth a thousand words, then a testimony's you know, worth a thousand sermons. Mm-hmm. And so that what someone has walked through in their own life um, is worth a lot more than just... Uh, you know, just uh, intellectual knowledge. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so, so anyway, let's uh, let's just jump in. So because here's something, you know, some things are going to be from you know a while back of things we've walked out, and then some things are going to be like really fresh. Yeah. Of um, things we've just learned or just walking out currently or whatever. Yeah. And uh, like I remember, um, you know, some years ago when I first you know, shortly after I first surrendered to Jesus and I was, you know, reading all these promises in the Bible and all these amazing things. And I I just didn't understand why there was a disconnect between what I saw promised to us in the word of God and what I was walking out. I was like, well, if it's a promise, then like that should just happen. Yeah. And like, why isn't it happening? And so, um, you know, and this is the same thing, you know, we're going to be talking about the same principle. This applies to promises in the word of God. This applies to things that Holy Spirit has spoken to us directly um, or through someone else, as in like through prophecy over us. Yeah. Um, 
or applies to dreams from God, uh, both like uh, as in literally dreams in the night or dreams he's given us. Yeah. Uh, you know, during the day or whatever. Sure, like hopes and dreams. Yeah, hopes and dreams. Yeah. And uh, if they're from God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing this in a bathroom. Please do not flush down the toilet, hopes and dreams, or paper towels. Yes, yes. That, <laughs> uh, yeah, in that cute town. Yeah, so don't flush your hopes and dreams from God down the toilet. Some yes. dreams do need to be flushed. Uh, <laughs> if they're not from God. If they're not from God. Or even if they are from God, sometimes they just need to be put on hold. Yeah. And given up to God, and then sometimes they'll give them back. Yeah. Um, but this time, the second time, uh, empowered by Him and for His glory. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's amazing. So, yeah. so I didn't understand this. And I remember the first verse that really helped me understand this, that like just stood out to me. I don't think uh, I like first heard it in a sermon. I think I was just reading Hebrews and I was like, oh my goodness, like that's, that's it. That's why there's a disconnect. This, this, you know, difference between what we see in the word of God and what so many Christians are walking out, what I was walking out at the time. Yeah. And uh, so I was just reading Hebrews 11, which is of course the, the, Hall, you know, faith hall of fame is what some people call it. Uh, talking about all these great men and women of faith. Yeah, it's like by faith they did this, and by faith they did that. If just in case you're not familiar, but most of you, yeah, probably are. So uh, I'm going to focus on verse 11, but I'm going to start in verse 8. So by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. So Abraham, he didn't know where he was going. He just heard and obeyed um and so and he went out not knowing where he was going by faith he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country dwelling in tents with isaac and jacob the heirs with him of the same promise and so we see this over and over again in scripture of the, a lot of times the promise and then there's a delay uh of that promise and to be clear we're not talking about things jesus paid for Okay, so we have a right to receive things that Jesus paid for at the cross through his redemption right away. God's never going to delay. I I don't believe that scripturally God ever delays that because look at the life of Jesus. He never said to someone, I know you're repenting. I know you're like crying on my feet and like you're sorry for all your sins and you want to, you know, you you believe in me. But, you know, I'll forgive you tomorrow. It's just not the time for me to forgive you today. Like, yeah. We never see Jesus withholding forgiveness or withholding healing. He paid for both. He paid for forgiveness through his blood, and he paid for healing through the stripes he took on his back before he was crucified. And so he's not going to ever withhold that because you don't see that in the life of Jesus. Mm-hmm. If you can't see it in the life of Jesus, then at least in principle, then it's probably not God. Yeah. And so... So what would you say, because, I mean, we go through that in which we're, we're praying for healing for certain things and it takes time. What, what is your encouragement to people listening about that? Right. Well, I mean, this whole message is going to be sure. encouragement to that. That's, yeah. This is such a broad application. Um, but uh, the short answer is imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises, just yeah. like Abraham. Um, you know, it's he- Hebrews 5.12. And so, and after he patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Yeah. A couple of verses later, it says that. And so, because Abraham waited 25 years. But again, that was a promise for a son, not something Jesus paid for. So there's a difference between God's will and what we see. What we see is not always God's will. That's why Jesus said, 
he told us in his example, his model prayer, pray this, you know, uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If his will was always done on earth, we wouldn't have to pray that. <laughs> so uh, just by that prayer alone, we can see That's good. that his will is not always done. If we want it done, we need to partner with God, uh, or in other words, agree with God and act on what we believe. Because mm-hmm. if we truly believe, believe something, we'll speak it and we'll act on it. Yeah. And so, okay, jumping back to <laughs> um, Hebrews 11. I was reading this, uh, you know, some years ago. And, uh, and I didn't, you know, I saw this disconnect, this uh, difference between my life and the Bible. And I, I see this in Abraham, you know, verse 10. Um, for he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. So his focus was not on this earth, but it was on, um, on God and his eternal inheritance, even outside of this life. Um, but obviously... He wants us see, to see the goodness of the Lord in this life as well, in the land of the living. And so, verse 11, By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past age because, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Yeah. I was like, when I first read this, and it's not when I first read it probably, but when I first stood out to me, I was like, oh my goodness, this verse is the key. Yeah. It's like, okay, Jesus, you know, God promised Abraham and Sarah, I will give you a child. And, and this promised child, they didn't see it. And how did they eventually see it? It's by, she was able to receive what God had promised. She received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child when she was past age. Why? Because she judged him faithful who had promised. Yeah, that's good. And so we believe and we receive through faith, through what faith is just trusting in God, believing that what he said is true. It will come to pass. Yeah. And so sometimes we have to contend for that. Sometimes we have to stand for that. Sometimes we have to wait for that. But if he promised it, and if we believe it and act on what he's told us to act on, it will come to pass. And so this is... And so, like, are we saying that we've seen everything that God has promised in our lives fulfilled? Like, no, like, we're still waiting. We're still contending for, you know, for healing, for things, uh, you know, in our lives and other people's lives and for promises, for visions, dreams, prophecy. Yeah. But we're not stopping. (laughs) We're going to continue. We're going to continue to go forward. Yeah. You know, Lester Sumrall said that faith is putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. So it's, what does that mean? That means we don't, when we see a promise, we don't back down. We yeah. don't give up. We don't turn back. Yeah. And we keep going and contending for everything Jesus paid for because he is worthy to receive the reward for his suffering. Yeah. Amen. And so when I saw this, that unlocked it to me. And then even later in that, in that v- chapter, um, you know, verse 32 says, what more shall I say? For the time would fail me to tell me tell of Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah, also of David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith, through faith, subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises. Yeah. Who through faith obtained promises. So we yeah. obtain promises through faith. And faith acts. Yeah. And faith speaks. We see in uh, mm. Romans 4. So good. And so... 
just a quick example of uh, you know one of the times that stood out to me. I think I shared a, maybe a little bit about this in the past. Sometimes it blends <laughs> blends together. I don't know sometimes what we've shared and what we haven't shared on these podcasts. But uh, like I've heard it said, praise God, He's freed us from the fear of repetition. <laughs> Yes, if Paul can do it, we can do it. Yes. <laughs> In Jesus. <laughs> Repetition is a good thing. It's yeah. not enough to just hear something once. Yeah. Because it's a matter of being washed with the water of the word, yeah. being transformed. We know something not when we can quote it, yeah. but when we're living it. That's good. So. That's a sermon. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I in this same season, you know, back, you know, about eight years ago now, when I first grabbed a hold of Hebrews 11, 11, 11 uh, at the same time, I heard a testimony of my friend uh, Joe and how he had seen someone healed on the street, prayed for someone's back, and they were healed. And I was like, oh my goodness, like this is this is for me. Like if God can do it through him, he can do it through me too. And because I'd never seen anyone healed through my prayers or really anyone as far as I can remember. Um, and and so I just decided like I only need one verse on healing at the time, as far as I can remember, it was just Mark 16, verse 17, uh, you know, in 18, that these signs will follow those that believe, they will lay their hands on the sick, and they shall recover. It's like, well, all right. So I just started declaring it, confessing it, um, and, uh, and, I, and I said, like, okay, God, I'm a believer, so these signs follow me. When I lay my hands on the sick, they shall recover. Yeah. And I started to declare that and thank him for that. And as we thank God for the truth of his word or promises or prophecies, uh, then he gives us the grace and empowers us to walk them out, to receive them, walk them out. Yeah. And um, by grace through faith. And so I just started to declare that. But it's not enough to just declare it. You also have to get your hands on people <laughs> sure. and apply to it. To lay hands, like it says. Yeah, to pray for people yeah. or declare over people, however you want to say it. Right. Um, or just to believe, really, sure. that's what it comes down to. Yeah. Jesus displayed many different ways. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, Spit in some mud. I'm just, <laughs> unless he tells you to. <laughs> I've, I mean, he really did. <laughs> he really did, and I, I, I've i heard of the testimony of when he really told a lady to do that. And, Whoa. Go ahead. Sorry. And uh, this person's blind eye was uh, was healed because wow. they put some mud on it. Wow. In, in the name of Jesus, obviously. Wow. What were you going to say? I remembered a story I heard recently that's about that instance that's probably for another day, but basically just not to, yeah, one, not to make a, like a theology or a th formula of a way God or the way Jesus did something. Who is God? Uh, again, another video, but, <laughs> but, uh, a way like the way that God, um, Jesus used the spit in the mud was, potentially very personal to that man because he was a beggar that had probably experienced being spit on. Mm. And so Jesus used wow. the very thing that was used against him to heal him. And now he has a whole, you know, now he would have had a whole new connection to spitting. And it's just like, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. A, a friend of mine was uh, talking about that. So that got me excited yeah. remembering that. So, yeah. Yeah, that's so good. Um, yeah, and so that's, yeah, it's a whole nother message. A but, whole nother message, yes. But yeah, it's so good. And so, um, so anyway, I, uh, so I started praying for people and I started to declare it. 
And guess what happened at first? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing that I could tell. But here's the key. Here's the key. I was not trying this out. Once I heard my friend's testimony, I was convinced that I'm going to see people healed. Why? Not because I'm someone special, but because God's word says so, and I'm not going to back off of it. Yeah. And so that's the key. I think a lot of people look at these promises, and I've been guilty of it too in terms of not fully walking out something um, in the past, but too many times we like see a promise or we, you know, prophecy or dream, whatever, and we go part way. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jesus help us. Right, yeah. <laughs> help us to to finish what we started. He finished what he started. Yeah. And by his grace, we can finish what he wants to start through us. Right. And thank you, Jesus. You will finish the good work. Yeah. And, and there's... Go ahead. I'm sorry. There's two sides of it, too. It's like we walk by faith and not by sight. So on one hand, even though he says he said he saw nothing, he also knows the aspect of sometimes people that you pray for that you may not see it automatically. I mean, we're going to expect that it will be automatic, just like Jesus saw. But if for some reason you don't see it, like the healing manifest right before you, it doesn't mean that that person won't go home and experience healing either that night or in the morning that where they see the manifestation. And so... But again, on the other side, we can also contend for the immediate because that's what Jesus saw. And so he can say he didn't see anything, but that doesn't mean nothing happened. But also we don't just stay in, okay, I'm just going to always not see anything immediately. And that's just how it is. It's like, no, we're going to contend to see what Jesus saw. Um, But just to give that, that view on it. Yeah. And so... So anyway, I just kept going. And so for three or six months, I didn't see a thing. uh, And I just kept declaring it, thanking God for it, and praying for people. And the first time, it was just like, it was just a little, you know, seemingly little thing. My friend and I prayed for someone at at church, a friend of ours. They had a migraine or bad headache, and it got somewhat better. Didn't even leave completely. Uh, at the at the time, I think it left completely the next day, uh, but it was improved, you know, within a few moments of us praying for. And I was like, really? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know, I didn't know I could pray again or we could declare again or thank God again. But anyway, so like, but that was after months of contending and we, you know, we all have probably heard or maybe not. If you haven't heard, like, you know, Todd White, our pastor, he, he prayed for, I think something around a thousand people. Yeah. Uh, before he saw anyone healed. Yeah. And uh, and and now he sees people healed all the time. Yeah. And so, but at the same time, don't expect that. Right. Right. <laughs> like, uh, I've, there's many people that I've seen. Um, you know, the first time they pray for someone, yeah, they get healed. We've even heard testimonies of someone that was literally saved that night and prayed for people and saw miraculous healing. So again. Don't yeah. put, yeah, don't put God in a box of what he wants to do through you. Yeah. And, and honestly, that's one of the reasons I hesitate to share my own testimony uh, sometimes about healing, because for me, it was very gradual of how I saw people healed and the magnitude um, as far as like our own perspective of like the, the miracles. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a lot of people, it is that way. It's gradual. Yeah. But at the same time, I know people uh, or, you know, met people that they got saved 
and they saw someone raised from the dead within the first month of being saved. Wow. So it's like, don't put God in a box. As sure. soon as we're born again, as soon as we're, you know, made Jesus our Lord and yeah. we receive his Holy Spirit, right. uh, all of heaven backs us to do everything he's called us to do. Yeah. And uh, as David Hogan would say, <laughs> but as the, but more important, as the Bible says, he's given us, he, he has all authority in heaven on earth. And as he is, so are we in this world. And so we can yeah. walk in his authority to see his will, his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so that's kind of, I thought we would get further along <laughs> in, in, uh, in sharing this, but we'll share more on the next episode in this yeah. really amazing testimony um, that we recently found out about from a friend of ours uh, that really encouraged us. Right. And I believe will really encourage you. We'll share about that next time. Yeah. But just to hone in on the point of if you're sitting here and you're like, I've read these promises, but I haven't seen them in my life. Hopefully this has been helpful to you on contending and through faith and patience inherit though, imitate those who through faith and patience inherited the promises and it's amazing what God will do as we continue to persevere with him. Yeah. So just real quick, break down contending. Do you, oh, me. You. Contending means not giving up, contending for something. You know it's in the word of God. You see the situation. You haven't seen it change yet. You keep believing in the word of God and speaking life over it, not doubting, not, not going back and forth of, oh, maybe God will do it, maybe he won't. It's like, no. God's doing it, and I'm going to speak life on it no matter how I feel about it. Yeah. And even if we have doubted at some point, yeah, we don't have to stay there. It's just like yeah. Abraham. He doubted big time. Yeah. And what's amazing is God didn't, by the amazing mercy and grace of God, uh, he doesn't look at Abraham as the man who doubted and created Ishmael. And God still blessed Ishmael even, even then. But he looks at Abraham as a man of faith. And that's the beauty of the gospel. Like no yeah. matter what mistakes we've made in the past, we can repent and leave that behind us and never look back and we can move forward with God. Yeah. And so I'll just end with this verse. Uh, this is how God looks at Abraham in Romans 4.20. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, which he did. But God doesn't see him that way. And that's the amazing thing. Yeah. That by the blood of Jesus... He doesn't see us for our past mistakes that we've repented for. Yeah. He sees us holy, pure, blameless in his sight. That's so beautiful. So beautiful. And he could say that when we know, like we see that he did. But if you turn from your ways, God, who is love, he doesn't keep a record of our wrong. He now sees Jesus and he sees who we were created to be as we turn to him and continue with him. Like that should release so much hope to all of us that there's no reason to just throw in the towel and be like, I'm a failure. It's like, no, just repent and keep going. Yeah. Like Jesus is amazing. Yeah. So he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was able to perform. Yeah. And there was account, therefore it was accounted to him for righteousness. Yeah. And so um, I'll just end with this This quick story god loves our heart like if we're going after the things of god if we're going after knowing him more and deeper and seeing what he paid for he loves that even if we're not seeing what he paid for yet like there's a man who uh was doing outreach a lot and he was just every time we'd come back from loving people on the street 
he would just like over like analyze everything he did. He's like, oh, I should have said this. I could have mm-hmm. said that. I shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have done this. And just like beating himself up basically over mm-hmm. what he could have done better or done differently. And he has this dream. Um, he didn't even have his daughter yet at this point, but he has this dream of his daughter uh, coming up, running up to him, like three or four, maybe five year old daughter, running up to him with like a you know finger painting of just a, you know a mess in terms of artistically, but running up to him with this painting and said, Daddy, Daddy, look what I made for you. And he says, oh, it's beautiful. And gives her a big hug. And God tells him, this is how I see you. Like that's how God sees us. God doesn't judge us for not doing everything perfectly. He loves that we're doing it for him and we're trying. And he knows that if we keep doing it with him and walking with him, yeah. that we will, our artistic <laughs> skill will improve. Bob Ross. <laughs> um, but he loves our heart even before we get to yeah. you know, the level that he's paid for, called us to. Yeah. And so I just want to encourage you, be blessed. Continue to stand on the word of God. Yeah. He is faithful. He is true. And be encouraged. Yeah. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. Amen. You want to close in prayer? Yeah. Yeah. God, we just thank you for this time to just just uh, really focus on your word and the promises that you have given to all of us and that we don't give up and that we get to just put our eyes onto you and really believe the words that you've spoken over us and that you've spoken to us through your word, Father, and that we would just re re evaluate who who we are in you and what is really possible with you father we just thank you we thank you jesus for everyone listening that their ears have been opened their eyes have been opened to see things from a from a fresh perspective from your perspective holy spirit we thank you that you wash all of our minds with your word that you cleanse us father we thank you for your amazing spirit thank you that we judge the one that is promised faithful yeah in jesus name amen, amen. Be blessed. Life to you. Holy Spirit, flood everyone watching and listening right now. With your goodness, your love, and faith and trust in you, Jesus. And so we thank you. We bless you. We love you guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye.